everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews, where we don't really have a set agenda today. Um, we actually just wanted to take some time just to kind of go over some basic things, things that are going on, things that we're, we're looking at doing, things that we're looking at not doing, and the reasons why, and the reasons why not. So... Um, I am Will, and I actually am one of the people that want a send agenda, and this is the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Chuck. Yay. And I'm, Li- and I'm Lee. What are we talking so, about? <laughs> we're talking about pretty much what's going on. So Will likes to have structure. Sometimes the stru- structure's good. It's great to have structure, but I think the reality is when we have some of the off-the-cuff episodes, those have worked out pretty well. But it's really just a matter of, like, there's a lot that's been going on. So when we started this, this whole is, thing... Let's, let's, let's be honest. This has kind of been a bone of contention between you and I since we started this <laughs> podcast. I wanted more structure. And you're like, nah, let's just wing it, man. And here we are. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did we wait, ever... a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. We just wanted to wing it. This is coming oh, from the guy yes. who is... This is coming from the guy who is like... Okay, what's on the what's on the agenda for next well, see, week? What's going on for the next six months? <laughs> he thinks he thinks that if we imply a lot more structure, that it'll it'll be less organic than it actually is. So you can have structure around the formation of the actual podcast itself, but then yes. within the forms of the podcast, you just have organic conversation. However, that goes. Yes. It goes. Yes. Yes, yes, I agree. I understand that. I, listen, you agree now. I agree now because you're saying it the way you're saying it. That's very different That's than the reality. Always been of what the we're way talking. that I've said nah, it. Bah, bah, bah. Let's have know, a okay. let's have a format for the way that we do things. Like I'll yeah, be honest, when we did our off the cuff episode, the one that we did, we should we should, we, should, we should do more. There was structure to that, even though it was off the cuff, and it was. We knew. The point. We knew. We knew what three movies we were going to talk about roughly because we had discussed them before. Right, but here's here's what we're discussing, and it makes more sense. So, if you want to give some type of format to it, what I'm getting at is this whole thing started off with basically Will and I would hang out. We talk about music and movies. Sometimes there was an alcoholic or two beverage involved, or two, um, four or five, or seven, or ten. You know, and or or or, <laughs> so there, there or was, there was some. Let's be honest. We were in our early twenties, and <laughs> sometimes there would just be a bottle. <laughs> yep, and you know, some grape soda and some diet coke. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever it was, whatever we had. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Anything we had. Anything that was there. Nothing nothing was too cheap. (laughs) (laughs) A a $10 jug of poison. That's basically. (laughs) Oh, dear. But, you know, the funny thing is, let's go back to the history here. So, Will and I have known each other since we were about, what, seven, eight, nine years old? Um, Eight for you, seven for me. Um, And. Will's probably still mad um, that I broke his glasses because he told me they were indestructible and told me here try to break them. And I guess I'm still mad that he ate my gummy bear. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, we became better friends when we didn't have to see each other every day. <laughs> <laughs> Once I moved away, we became best friends over the phone. It's so. And backwards. when we actually, <laughs> what's that? It's so backwards. <laughs> it's perfect though. I think that's the point. Is like, listen, you know. I, I love hanging out with Chuck, but if I had to live with him, nope. it would not be good. It nope. would not be good. Um, he won't and massage that's, that's my feet either. <laughs> I would not give Chuck a foot massage. <laughs> Sorry. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so I think that was, um, I, I think that was, never mind. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there was one um, night. There was one. There was one very, very, very alcohol-filled night. Are we talking about McPukey pants? And I was done. <laughs> done. Pants. Done. Done. Yeah. And he, you told me the story the next day about what happened. And I guess sometime during that night, you plopped me on a bed and you were trying to take my my, my, my boots off because obviously boots in bed is a bad idea. Uh-huh. And I, I guess that's where my mind went was to Pulp Fiction, foot massage. We talk about this all the time. <laughs> what is happening? And I tried to fight him and it just wasn't happening. <laughs> I think I think the funniest part about that same situation was you trying to make it to the bathroom, but you couldn't because your, your pants suddenly fell down and restricted your legs from moving. <laughs> Didn't I lunge toward, to, did I lunge towards your? Is that the night I tried to lunge towards your TV? Oh yes, oh yes. That was that was down in, the, in Bob's basement. My father-in-law has put up a put up with a lot of stuff, and I, Bob, if you're listening, I know you're not, but you know if you ever do, I'm sorry. It, I hope it, you can forgive me. I recognize happen. now that this is this is if my son-in-law or or anybody did this to me, I would have been livid. But somehow you were cool with it, so you are a saint. Thank you, Bob. You wasn't so well. Yeah, well, <laughs> he wasn't just cool with it. Yeah, he'd join in. He would join in. <laughs> we'd go walk the streets. We got, we with, got, um... we got, we got, we got cheap <laughs> jugs of poison, and he's pouring out McGillicuddy's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, we have a, we have an interesting history. So the point is. We said one day, originally we were going to, and I know we talk about this every now and again, we, originally we talked about opening up our own record store, you know, kind of like a bull moose type idea, doing it our way, um, probably mainly because Will's favorite movie at the time was High Fidelity, so we just figured, why don't we just do our own thing and just basically have, this, have the same thing going on? No comments um, about that being my favorite movie at the time. <laughs> I said at one point it might have been. Um, I mean... <laughs> So that's that's pretty much what happened there. It got to the point where, you know, I was having a kid, you know, I knew I couldn't just go ahead and start starting a business. So we kind of backed off on the idea, even though we were actually doing research, looking into what it takes to start up a company, what type of company we would do, um, where we would get our supplies and all that stuff. And um, I would have laughed though if you went through all of it and you opened up this record store and then all of a sudden today is the day it is and everything is now streaming and then no one enters the store. That, yeah, that, that would, actually might not even be the case. I mean, vinyl sales are up, what, huge. a thousand percent compared to mm-hmm. when we actually talked about that? It's ridiculous. Right. It is. It's pretty crazy. It's insane the way that that format has made such a comeback over the past decade or so. Absolutely. People like it because it's got that vintage vintage feel to it, and people are, are buying record players, and they're actually getting things out there. I mean, you're not going to see anybody driving down the road with a record player on their dashboard, but... You know, it's people still like that, like, let's sit at home and put on a record type thing. I mean, tons, tons of of people are re-releasing their things on big, heavy um, records. And and it's it's not even it's it's not even that you're talking about. You're talking about an entire. I don't want to say currency, but it almost kind of is because of the way that a Mm. lot of them hold their value. Absolutely. I have a pretty decent record collection behind me. Yep, as do I. Yeah, you, you actually the, you sold a bunch of yours, didn't you? Yeah, I did a while ago, and I wish yeah. I hadn't because I, I was mm. an idiot. But the value of some of them that are in there is ridiculous. I would never sell right now, but just mm. the value, like, 
Yep. It, it's it, it's getting to the point where in maybe 10, 15 years, if I continue to collect, I have my retirement almost. There you go. It's insane. So. Yeah, it's worth it. It but very much so. But that's not what we're going to talk about. <laughs> no, no. The point was we didn't end up doing that. And the joke, we had a few different ideas for names. And we said, well, black and white records. I mean, how much more on the nose could you be? And black and white records shortly uh, after that ex- became. Can you explain why that is so on the nose to the people who can't see us? Well, because my nose is white and his nose is black. <laughs> I go back to that Eddie Murphy skit. Which one is that? With um the fake Sinatra. I am oh, black. Yeah, yeah. You black. are black. <laughs> I am I'm white. talking salt and pepper. Yeah. And who uh-huh. cares? <laughs> From Basically us. Whenever I tell someone that we do black and white Piscopo. reviews. And they go, why do you call it black and white reviews? I said, well, I joined on, you know, I, I came in, I was like an afterthought. You know, I was never a part <laughs> of the original establishment of what is now today as black and white reviews. I said, but, you know, my best friend, uh, Lee, and, you know, a good friend of mine now, Will, you know, they started this. And I said, Lee is white and <laughs> Will is black. And they go, oh, so it's a racial thing. I said, no. <laughs> I'm like, do I have to defend this every time? Well, you're, you're the gray in between. So that's, that's what the, where the gray scale almost came into play. <laughs> the gray um, scale. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so bad. You know, it's funny. I yeah, wasn't, even, I wasn't even thinking the way you were thinking it when I said it. And then you're like, that Listen, wouldn't you go said, over too well. You said that you said if this. We so ever, we were talking hey, you about know a, what? We talking about a rating system. And you said, yes, so we can rate everything. So on a scale of white to black, what would you rate this movie? Wow. And I'm like, I don't think we're going to do that, Chuck. That's not, that's not a good idea. <laughs> that's like when, I, that's idea. When, like when I was in the band. Remember the band I was in? It was named Hepatitis D. You know how many people wouldn't like us on Facebook because it would come up and say, so-and-so likes Hepatitis D. It's like, you just don't do it. It's not good for marketing. <laughs> so, and I'm, and I'm not going to say it outright, but I, I've, been, I've been pushing really hard for kind of like a retro thing that we could do. I'm never going to stop pushing it, but it's like gray matter. Mm. What? Writes itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's the brain, my friends. That's the brain. I, I understand. I understand it's the brain. So, or the chicken wing, depending on which movie you're watching. No, the bat wing is the best. <laughs> Actually, the, the butterfly. Listen, I created the butterfly, and that was fantastic. Um, I don't even, and it was I don't, also I don't extremely even want to embarrassing. know how the heck you created the butterfly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who well, did you this, show? This, <laughs> um, some some warehouse workers came around the corner, and we weren't expecting anybody to be there on a tour <laughs> late night on a weekend. <laughs> and so you, I was so trying you, to get my so I was you, trying to get my bandmates, and then these guys came around the corner. It was it was like this little this little older woman and two other guys <laughs> coming around the corner, and there's me. So you pulled a yes man. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Have you seen Yes so, Man? Oh, yes, mm-hmm. man. Will, have um, you seen Yes Man with Jim Carrey? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, do, do you not like uh, Jim Carrey? I like Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we were, we were uh, again, we were watching Sonic the Hedgehog 2 last night, and I, I, I forgot, like, they did a really good job with both of those films. They did. It's actually, I'm, I'm yeah. very impressed with it because... Idris Elba you know, as Knuckles, though, I can't, I have a hard time with it. I, I like him the second time around. First time, I didn't really care for it. Second time, I was like, okay, it's not bad. His like, voice he was doesn't pulling match it, he was, the character, that's why. It's too deep. I, I didn't mind it, um, because now they got Christian, bi- Christian Bale bitty- is going to be Shadow. Is he really? 
Yes. But this little itty bitty creature with Idra Elvis's voice, you know, it's just, it, it doesn't. Do I look like I need your power? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it was strange. It was very much like, imagine James Earl Jones doing the voice. You're like, no, 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 please don't. Um, anyway. Yeah, so all of this kind of came together. We decided to do it that way. The first year or so, Will and I were basically just doing stuff and throwing it up on YouTube. And then when we started getting into The Mandalorian, that's when we said, hey, we're going to make this a real podcast. And Chuck joined us for the very first official episodes of Black and White Reviews that were done here through Podbean and streamed all over all the other sites. So since Chuck joined us right off the bat, um, Will was pleasantly surprised that it actually worked out so well having not just the two of us back and forth, but having a third party. And we all kind of hit it off, and Chuck made some reoccurrences and uh, reoccurring, uh, hopping in, whatever. I'm horrible with words today. I've been talking all day to everybody and their mother. And um, <clears throat> all that being said, it just made sense like, hey, let's just do this more often. So we have our little, you know, one-offs and two-offs and stuff that we do. Um, but generally, this is the core cr crew, so we've been doing it. Well, there hasn't but, been a one-off yet. The one-off will be when you do um, the Christmas special for Star Wars. <laughs> that will be the no, only one-off that happens. No, no, no. I'm, well, I'm not doing that. We're doing the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, no, no. That's no. what we're doing. Not we. Yeah, yeah. you need to we, take a we right out of that one. <laughs> we, we, we. You can get out there. You can, all the way. You can get up there. Before you record, you can hit. You can say six, five, four, three, two, one, all by yourself, and then go, hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. What I'm gonna do is and I'm gonna it. record. I'm gonna record myself and then have a conversation with myself. There you go. That's what I'm gonna do. I'll do a little voice editing so it sounds like you know a little different, <laughs> and I'll have my own conversation. And you guys can sit there and say, "Man, I wish I was part of that conversation." I'm pretty Too bad sure we already put it up online. <laughs> I am pretty sure that if we if that went up online and I listened to it. My first reaction would not be, man, I wish I was part of that conversation. <laughs> wow, I missed out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why you guys are so against it. it it's clearly going to be a giant joke. You want to talk about space balls, but you won't talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? I'm yes. sorry. I want nothing to do with space balls. <laughs> I can't okay. stand that movie. <laughs> listen, listen. The radar's been jammed. I'm sorry. That that is a, that is okay. There's amazing. Some, there that are is some, hilarious. There are some amazing, funny things on that. And the movie itself is garbage. The movie itself, the is, movie garbage. itself is absolute garbage. It's horrible. But when they get to that scene where they they're like, "What's going to happen here?" and they put Spaceballs the movie in, and then they're fast forwarding and seeing everything, and then they realize it's then. It's then. When is now? Now. But when's, when's now going to be, you know, tomorrow or if it's like then, like, okay, whatever. Like, that was hilarious. You don't see that. It's Mel Brooks comedy. Just the whole movie itself just didn't, it wasn't glued together well. Right. Anyway. Well, neither was like Monty Python. Movies like that were never glued together <laughs> well. I mean, the movie lost product, lost its, um, it lost all of its funding. So it stopped in the middle of it and they finished it with them walking off scene and, and the Holy grail. And then they just ended the movie. Yep. The movie never actually was finished, but That's stuff perfect. like that makes it stuff like that. That makes it good. Makes it different. Yeah, absolutely. So what we've been doing here primarily all this time is we've really been focusing on some of the things that we've been really excited about. In the beginning, it was a lot of older stuff. There wasn't a lot that was coming out that we were excited about. So we did stuff like Superman 3, um, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Equilibrium. <clears throat> ah, sorry, um, it just hurts to think about it. Um, that horrible flames and smoke. 
Um, and then, you know, other things that were going on. And we talked about some of the new stuff as it came out. But I think as there were TV shows coming out, we got really kind of hooked on the MCU stuff and the Star Wars stuff. It was new Star Wars content that was actually really entertaining, um, as opposed to stuff that was coming out with the sequel trilogy. I mean, Rogue One was fantastic. We're into that. Um, but the sequel trilogy itself, you know, I, I think we talked about Last Jedi and that ended up getting deleted for some reason. Um, we did the Rise of Skywalker with we collabed with somebody and then there was an audio issue where his computer tweaked out and we lost half the stuff. But um, the reality is we've been really focused so much on MCU and Star Wars that that's been like our, our niche, our thing. Um, but I mean, I'm pretty sure I speak for all of us at this point. It has been on the movie side of things. We've been all over the place, which is good still. Um, But as far as the TV show stuff goes, I mean, yeah, we're not going to invest in something really, really big. We've been doing these little mini series and these, you know, short runs that are on Disney Plus. It's pretty much been the Disney Plus show. That's a dichotomy at all right there, though, is it's not really, really big if you look at each TV show individually. But when you look at Mm -hmm. the MCU, you have this six-episode series, then you have this eight-episode series, then you have this six-episode series, then you have this movie that's in the middle of it, then you have the 28 movies prior to all of that, then you have this TV show. Like, if you watch Multiverse of Madness and you haven't seen WandaVision, you've missed out. You know, so it becomes a really big thing if it's not tackled properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is why we Um, went through the pain... That was Miss Marvel, because I know that if we didn't do that and we all of a sudden go and watch the new Captain Marvel movie, we're going to be like, what are we missing? Who is this yeah, person? Yeah, th- thanks for biting the bullet on that one, guys. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so just a fair warning, not a fair warning, but just a spoiler alert for all those out there. Sooner or later, and I'm hoping sooner than later, we will be doing a... Um, a favorite of all of ours, so at least of Will and mine's, called Passion <laughs> in the Desert. And Lee, um, and this is on air now. This is being recorded. It is live. People are hearing this. We have to follow through with this. I um, didn't agree to it, though. You, you, oh, you're doing it. <laughs> Lee is the last person you to have watched to this movie. He will, la- he will watch the movie and take notes and then run the podcast for that one. So keep a ear out for passion in the desert because it will be happening. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. Uh, so Hey, if I have to do I, I Catch think, Me If You Can, you're doing Passion in the Desert. But Catch Me If You Can is actually good. That's a subjective uh, statement. <laughs> Compared to Passion in the Desert? No, no, no. Yes. Passion in the Desert is not subjectively good. It is objectively bad. We just we yes. just want you to watch it so you can experience what we've experienced. That you're like the person who says, This smells horrible. Here, smell this. Exactly. Yeah, you, you need you need you need to suffer. You need to my, suffer. My cheese my cheese tastes moldy. Here, you taste. Like yeah, that's pretty much basically what's happening here. That's this just is, messed up. This is it. It's this not messed, messed up. up. It's just called friends. <laughs> <laughs> friends don't let friends not watch Passion in the Desert. <laughs> wow. No, friends don't make friends watch Passion in the Desert. Anyway. Uh, I don't know if I agree yeah. with that one. <laughs> okay. So so basically, here's the whole thing that I was, I was looking at. Um, why? What are we going to be doing going forward? Because I think we're all kind of marveled out. I mean, we'll watch them, but do, do we have to, like... The thought is, do we really want to have to sit there and watch them and then watch them again and take notes? Not all of them. 
And after after we knew that Ms. Marvel was coming out, we're like, let's just do Ms. Marvel. It's like, okay, you know, let's just watch it in passing so we understand what's going on, but not have to focus on it. Um, or, I mean, or we could look at something like She-Hulk that's coming out. We could just watch it randomly, and then at the mm-hmm. end of it, we could all just have like an off-the-cuff episode and just share our thoughts on it real quick. That's my point. We don't that's have to sit idea. there and go through everything in super detail because that's really what it's, what it's come down to and why I was I had an issue with the formatting of some things because if we're going through a show and we don't like we talked about shows that we were really super interested in like Mandalorian was great. We were hooked on that and we knew that we were going to be interested in talking about where it goes. I don't think now, that's if we're going, be going anywhere. We would still do Mandalorian. I don't think absolutely. That's, I, I think that's a, a given. But a, if we a, go into if we go into something like, you know, She-Hulk, for example, um, and we watch it. We probably won't need to go piece by piece walking through it. Nah. No, Loki you know? too. Nah. Loki season maybe, two. Maybe, maybe Loki. I don't know. I thought Loki was very enjoyable and had I, a lot of stuff that it was kind of yeah, cool I to think, pick I apart. Think certain, I think certain <clears throat> staple shows are almost right. definite that we'll be um we'll be revisiting. Mandalorian, right. w- WandaVision was definitely one to go through because of how Absolutely. how crazy that was. Um, but Boba I think I think what two. I want to get. <laughs> It depends if it's if it's also Mandalorian season three point five, then sure, <laughs> um, maybe. Um, but I think I think the reality is this: we want to make sure we're setting the expectation that people aren't like, "How come you didn't do an episode on that show?" It's like, well, because we don't have to do it all the time. The fact is, it's like you get a job, right? And you go above and beyond at your job, and you always do these things that are not really your job, and then you stop doing it one day, and your boss goes, "Hey, how come you didn't do it?" I'm like. That's not in my job description, but then it comes off like you have a bad attitude, you know, like, so the reality here is I don't want it. Like, I want to make sure we're setting that expectation and people are realizing we're not just the Star Wars and MCU guys. And that's what we're going to do every single time something comes out. We are not obsessed. We enjoy some of the stuff that we see, and we've also not enjoyed some of the stuff that we've seen, you know, i.e. Miss Marvel. Not that it was bad. It just wasn't. We weren't the target audience or Boba Fett. You know, you guys just seem to hate it. Um, whoa, whoa, wait, it could have been a lot worse. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you <laughs> say whoa, whoa. you guys seem to hate it? I believe when we went through that, you were saying somebody has to defend the little guy, and I'm just on this yeah. side defending it. So now you're actually right. admitting that you enjoyed the show? I'm not admitting that I enjoyed the show, but I'm saying it could have been a lot worse. You, but you just, was, I dis- was I disappointed in, in the way that they, they basically... Um, did Boba Fett wrong like they did a really bad job with him and it's it's so sad because his character was always mysterious bringing him into Mandalorian was kind of cool but they didn't ruin his mystique you know like we knew who he was we knew that Tamara Morrison was going to be him because duh he's a clone but the Boba Fett like the show itself the book of Boba Fett was such a slap in the face to all the people who cared about that character well I think if they left him as a cameo like in Mandalorian. Yeah, did that they need have, to do give him a whole show? No. Because that would have stayed true to his character as someone who just comes in and out. He's not a main character. He's not, you know, the centerpiece. Uh, no. So if they just think, did more Star Wars movies or TV shows and had him pop in and out, that would have fit the character that we already know that is Boba Fett. Um, but yeah, I think that's the big thing is, like, we had we had characters introduced... Um, in the Mandalorian, and it was great. Now, do we need an entire show on Cara Dune? Probably not. Do we need an entire show on, um, geez, what was what was um, Timothy Oliphant's character's name? I, I don't remember. Um, yeah, on 
whatever he was. He had a name, Marshall uh, uh, Cad. No, no, it was a uh, Cat uh, Cobb Vance. That's what it was. Sure, but it um, was the Marshall. I so, mean. yeah. So him. Uh, do we did we need the spinoff of all these other things? Not really. Um, but it kind of goes back to what you were saying before about Han Solo. When they first came out with Solo, um, you were like, I did not need to see the Kessel Run. Like they made an entire movie. And the fo- the whole focus was all going towards him doing the Kessel Run, something that he's talked about multiple times. They even brought it up again in The Force Awakens. You know, it was 12, you know, like. Um, but did we need to go through that whole thing? Not necessarily. I don't think Solo was a horrible movie. I think it could have been a lot better. It left a lot to be desired, but the, the question does come down to it. Is it necessary? Did it add to the story or did it distract? You know, I think that's the big question when it comes to some of these things that are coming out now to fill in gaps in Star Wars. I, I just pretend I mean, what do you guys that movie, think? Well, I just just, pretend that that movie's not even part of the saga because I watched it. Well, not part of the saga, but part of the universe. We're not just talking about filling in gaps. We're talking about taking everything that is Star Wars and everything that is Marvel and just clearly making like this giant cash grab. How mm-hmm. many stories can we cram into this universe and they'll keep and, and to, to make the audience <clears throat> continuously return? Well, that's what I liked about about the the Legends books. You know, it was it was not some like officially licensed like somebody who was paid by Lucas to do these books type thing. It was people who enjoyed the stories and wanted to add to the universe. And Lucas said, "Sounds good. Go ahead and do it." Sure. You know, like that's Fine. that's what happened there, and that was great because people who had a passion for the stories were not doing it to make money. They were doing it because they wanted to see the characters go somewhere. And then Lucas comes back, does his prequels, and it's great because you know, back in nineteen. Uh, geez, 1980 or whatever, when there's even an interview of Luke Skywalker, <laughs> sorry, of Mark Hamill talking um, about what the plan is. They said, OK, we have another movie out called that's going to be coming out soon called Revenge of the Jedi, you know, and this is going to happen here. And then we're going to do another trilogy years, you know, later on, that's going to be about Anakin as a kid and how he grows up. And I'm like, that's really cool. Like they knew all about that back in 1980. So it, it's cool to see how that, you know, did come to fruition. However, I think we're all pretty sure that there was never a sequel trilogy planned. It was supposed to be just one, two, three, four, five, six, done. And, sure. you know, Lucas sells to Disney and Disney's like, this will sell. We can make a whole Disney park on just this. Disney is becoming and- the prostitute of the film industry. <laughs> they will just sell themselves to whoever. That's a good way to put it. They want to just, whoever they can make their money. And it's not even, you know, is it good? No. Does it work? Sure. Is it cookie cutter? Yeah. I mean, Ms. Marvel was as predictable and on the nose as you can get. There was. Absolutely. It was, it, it was, it was like, give me something else. When we watched everything everywhere all at once, I was like, it was a breath Nobody of, expected. It was a nobody breath expected of fresh hot dog air. You're like, wow, this is, this is. What's really good? I'm actually going back and watching because on Netflix the the Raimi universe of Spider-Man, all three of them are on there, and I went back and watched the first Spider-Man, and I was like, yeah, is some of it like um, Green Campy. Goblin's Green Goblin's costume? Could they have done better? His spider, his, his his Power Ranger suit. <laughs> Green Goblin's costume could have been a little bit better. Um, it was kind of cheesy. Um, but overall, the whole story, the movie, you're like, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed Spider-Man, the movie, like how it comes about, everything that goes on, you know, 
There's the the fight. There's the 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 issue between him and his best friend, and you know, MJ dating, you know, his best friend, and then his dad. Oh, yeah. You know, all of mm-hmm. that stuff going on. You're like, wow, this is. There's a storyline that draws you in, and then the action and the adventure and all the crazy stuff that goes on is just adding to that storyline. Right now, MCU is looking at how big can we go, and how small can we make the storyline. Right for each movie, the story well, because they're they're, tr- they're trying to cram, they're trying to cram so much in there that's going to get people to go. Oh, but they're they're forgetting the story. You right. know, they're forgetting the importance of having a really good story. And the, and if you think about this, um, <clears throat> was it? Um, Will correct me if I'm wrong. Was it 2000 when X Men, the original X Men, came out? Ninety nine. Brian Singer's X Men. Yeah, it was either ninety nine or two thousand. So like right around that time. Um, and Spider-Man, I believe, came out in 2001? Yeah. Um, okay. So, X-Men, um, X-Men, the first X-Men was campy-ish. You know, it was, it was kind of goofy. Um, it was a you know, just the way they did movie, it. though. But it was good. I mean, watching it now, you're kind of like, okay, it's kind of goofy. But Spider-Man, I, I, I mean, maybe I just have a, a thing for Spider-Man, like the character himself. I always thought that Spider-Man was a really great, um, character because he has... Spider-Man and came out in 02. 02, okay. So not too far after that, a couple years later. I thought that Spider-Man blew X-Men out of the water. You know, less distraction on how many people you're, how many stars you're fitting in there. Um, and I, I thought it was just fantastic. I love the way that Tobey Maguire portrayed Peter Parker. Um, and Willem Dafoe, obviously fantastic as the character. I mean, over the top, you know, definitely over the top. But Sam Raimi knocked it out of the park. Never mind the second one that went even further, and it was just, it was so well done. The story in that was fantastic. Anytime you have a character, I mean, I'll say it again and again. Anytime you have a superhero film where the superhero's thinking about hanging up the cape, that's amazing. Because it shows, it, they get to the point where um, they're recognizing, hey, um, I, I don't know if I can do this all the time. Like, I've, I've got my own life. I, I want to live my own life. Or, you know, maybe I'm not cut out for this or whatever. Right. And maybe that's the reason why I kind of have this this thing, not a guilty pleasure, but just this one thing where I'm like, I wish Batman Forever was better. I know it's not a good movie, but the story that they were trying to tell was a good story. They no, just never actually got to tell it because things were cut out and changed and marketed because I think the term, the term that he used, um, what was it? Um... I forgot what he said, uh, Schumacher. But the point was, like, he wanted to make a movie, and then the producers, the you know, on top were like, no, make sure everything can be sold as a toy. So they made it all colorful and goofy and, and corny with, like, you know, holy rusted metal Batman and all those things. And it just, it took away from what the, the previous two movies did. But my point is... Having that storyline, I mean, we saw that before where Superman wanted to be normal or Superman didn't have his powers, you know, things like that where you get these these storylines. They're great. Taking the hero, you know, out of their power, out of their element where they can actually do something, but having to fight on their own with their own stuff. Again, Iron Man 3, Tony Stark without his suit. He's just a dude running around with <coughs> stuff he picked up at the hardware store, you know. Those stories, I think, are fantastic because it shows what makes a hero. You know, not just not just powers, not just gadgets and money. You know, so, I mean, Batman. We haven't really seen a good Batman where he's just you know without money. So <laughs> I, I guess you could say Batman Begins Batman when he kind of like crawled out of yeah when he crawled out from you know the prison there. 
So Will, you know that was a great story. I, I don't know if you heard this, but in a roundabout way, that entire monologue <laughs> was just justification for Lee's love of everything Schumacher for Batman and Batman and Robin. No, <laughs> no, I hate Batman and Robin. No, I'm not, not going to do that. What I what I will say though is I think all three of us. How can I put this? There is there is a certain affection and, and, and love that certain people have for superhero movies, and we definitely fit that mold. And what we're yep. seeing Disney or what we're seeing Marvel do right now is just absolutely crush that. And I think the three of us, Lee being the last one to do it, is just ready to admit <laughs> that it might be over. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, and I don't know if it's over because I think it's I think it's over. I, I think, think MCU is over. But yes. when you when you when MCU when MCU came into well, when Disney bought out MCU we had the issue before MCU was part of Disney it was fantastic I think Star <laughs> Wars before it became part of Disney was fantastic was much better than when Disney took it over um, I agree with that I agree with that so so I think Disney is over um, but the the superhero part what we're gonna start seeing is. DC is going to start picking up and they're doing fantastic. Yes. So that brings me to, we're going to see the ebb and flow between the two. That brings me to my, that brings me to my suggestion is that for the time being, or maybe permanently, we shelf a lot of things that we have planned for. Well, that the MCU has planned for, if we're not going to be doing those, I propose that we do penguin. Hmm. I'm down that for that. might be interesting. Because Colin yeah. Farrell was fantastic. Is amazing. As Penguin in the Batman movie. That was Colin Farrell? I thought it was Will Farrell. Yes, sure. it was Will okay, Farrell. Yeah, it was Will Farrell. That, that makes so much more sense. Sure. Yeah, he was screaming for some meatloaf. Ma, I want some meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like he had too much meatloaf. So, yeah. No, I think I think that's where we're kind of we're we're kind of going. You know, the the fact is. Although we've been sticking with these things for a while, we're not saying no because what Disney's doing is horrible. We're just saying, listen, we That's don't want to be stuck just I'm doing this all no the time. Okay, you're doing this horrible. <laughs> I'm Disney, Disney is ruining it. Disney ruined it's Star Wars. Disney this. ruined listen, Marvel. Here's the reality. You know, you ever hear the term? The, the the you know the the term is basically don't meet your heroes. It's like don't get to that point where you're you're putting all of your 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 hopes and everything into one thing because then if you if you, if all you're getting is the same thing from um, from one producer, you know, I'm sorry, Kevin Feige, but I think you lost something somewhere. I don't think he you know? lost and something. I think that his hands were tied once Disney bought him out. No, I think, I think Lee's right. He was still I think, putting out a lot of I stuff. I think Lee's right. I think the magic, the magic is gone. You look at something like right. The Walking Dead, right? Mm-hmm. And for oh, yeah. a long time, First in three the middle, seasons. hang on, for the long time, for a long time, there were seasons in the middle there that just weren't doing it. It's when I jumped off of the train and I said, I'm done with this show. It's gotten bland. They don't know. They don't have a real big direction anymore. The story that was going on on the show, I think, surpassed the comics seasons ago. And mm-hmm. what did they do? They got rid of a lot of the showrunners and they hired all new people. And from everything that I've read and heard, the past I don't know, three or four seasons of that show have been progressively getting better because they changed the direction. They changed who was in charge. Something similar needs to happen here where there needs to be a change of the guard in order for there to be a new and fresh feel and direction. And until that happens, 
it's just gonna continuously go down this road. Maybe that's just Disney's plan. Maybe it's just like, listen, this is the format, this is proven, this makes money, we're sticking with this, and we're just gonna ride it until the wheels fall off, until, you know, right. the, the, the audience wants something completely different. Right, I, and the I, wheels are starting to fall off. The now. wheels, the wheel, the wheels have already well, fallen off. I'm sorry, oh yeah. the we're wheels dragging. have already fallen off. We're dragging. Yeah. It's well, dragging. there's still a couple left. That's my point. Is like the back wheels have fallen off, and right now it's just crawling with the front wheels. And that's, I think, that's the thing. Is like they've got the they've got the budget backing it up and trying to like drag it along, but it's just it's not cutting it. You know, and now they have a show coming out where the main characters is all CG for half the show, you know, and that's what we're going to be seeing here with She-Hulk. Um, you know, it, it is what it is, but the reality is we, we kept saying, and we did say this right after Endgame, we're like, there's going to be a point where we crash and burn here. You know, we can't expect, you know, just to, you know, a good thing's not going to last forever. And I think that's you know? where DC is doing it well with their movies is I, I look back at it <laughs> as much as we wanted, like, Joker and the Batman to be in the same universe as cool as that would be the fact that they're leaving it open for conversation and the fact that you can actually watch each movie as a one-off mm-hmm. I'm going back and I'm going man I enjoyed the one-off and potentially the trilogy or the sequel here and there but when you have 20 some odd or 15 years of storytelling that if you miss anything, you've missed something big. Right. You know, it's like, it's like, um, it's like when you watch the matrix, you know, the original three matrix movies, they came out in like a five, like a four to six year time frame. It was great. It was fine. You know, th- th- they were better than the new one that just came out. Um, Last year, the new one. Right. I don't know why they made the new one, but they did. Um, mm-hmm. But when you when you watch the movie, you were ex- and there was a potential for a sequel. You were excited for it, and MCU was doing really really good with that at first. By by the the end set the end the end cre- the after credit scene. Now the after credit scene isn't really an after credit scene. It is just no. It's expected. It's expected, and it's just a scene that could have been at the end of the movie that they just put after the credits. It's nothing that introduces the next thing that's coming out. And right. they're starting to let people down in that sense. And the excitement of, is there a potential for a sequel is no longer there. And the enjoyment of just the simple one-off. There are so many good movies. You know, we talk about the conspiracy, a conspiracy theory. To me, that's a fantastic movie. It's a one-off movie. It does not need to be in some crazy universe. It's just a good movie. Could you imagine if it was, though? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Conspiracy Theory 2? No, They could sure. totally do that now. That would be... I don't even like, know Like, what what's, what's Jerry like. up to now? <laughs> so, the thing, the thing is, and it's the... Re- well, it's one of the reasons why um, when we did Everything Everywhere all at once, one of the first things I did when I opened up that podcast was I list a bunch of movies that came out of Studio A24... And the point that I and the point that I was making when I did that was to say there are one offs out there that aren't a part of this massive universe. There are studios out there that are still making movies. There are it, it exists. You have to search mm-hmm. for it, but it does exist. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess I, I guess I'm going to be the guy that kind of pushes that a lot more. And I'm, I'm I don't know, the, the, the further we go down the hole of 
everything Disney, everything Marvel, everything Star Wars, the more and more I'm probably going to start pushing back on that kind of thing because it's getting right. yeah. it, it's getting I don't, ridiculous. I, to, to, to use I want to fl- get away from it so badly. <laughs> to, 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 use some, to use some flavorful language, I don't want to become Disney's pimp. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For lack of better words. You exactly. Know, if, if they do, like Thor Love and Thunder was a fantastic movie. Do I need to do a podcast on it? No. Like no. Thor Thor Love and Thunder was was just one joke after the next. It could have it could have used a lot more like seriousness, but it was just it was a big joke. It was like they so watch the first Thor and and I mean, I guess we don't talk about Dark World because that was just too serious. Um and just but the thing is, they they found this like major humor and took this very serious character and completely made him the butt of every joke. Right. That was the problem with Thor: Love and Thunder. It was a great movie, and there were some parts in there that were fantastic. But the reality is, they they just they completely rewrote the character. Right. And right. So I would I wouldn't call it a great movie. It was it was definitely entertaining. And as you said before, can't you just go and enjoy a movie? I'm like, yes. I went in and I enjoyed that movie, and screaming I think, goats and all. And I think and that was. I honestly think that the, the the direction that we're taking now, I think the viewpoint on movies that I have had more so than you guys, you guys are going to be able to go in and actually enjoy films for the sake of enjoying <laughs> films, because we're not going to be thinking about can I do a podcast on this? Do I have to do mm-hmm. a podcast on like? Because right. I don't want to saturate. Because if we're sitting here complaining about what and what Disney plot or Disney is doing, then we're just giving them free publicity at that time. And I'd prefer, yep. you know, absolutely, not. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it, it's more of a, if we can, if we could spin off and do, you know, the one-off movies, I think stuff like that's why Superman three die hard with a vengeance, all the, a goofy movie, all of these <laughs> movies that we did all were, we know if we look Top at our, downloads, we got yeah. bigger downloads because people are like, "Oh, it's just a one-off. I don't have to listen to the last six podcasts to listen to this one." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I think that will help a lot of people. You know, enjoy more conversation and more of our. That's why we we you know we we allude to it sometimes. The whole pitch meeting that we see on YouTube. He doesn't follow every single thing. He just does random ones here and there and spoofs on all of them, makes fun of all of them, and does a great job. You know. Mm-hmm. Does he do MCU? Yes. Does he do Disney Plus? Yes. Does he do these things? Yes. But he also does all these spinoffs too. And I think if we got into that kind of a rhythm, um, it would be better for everybody. So including I agree. Us. I agree 100% with you. When we're talking movies, I agree 100% with you. However, another thing that we do on this podcast, which is what we should be talking about right now, is we do do like a weekly show, right? Yes. I don't want that to go away. But at the same time, I also don't want to just be pigeonholed into this Disney bubble. Exactly. So that's why I said maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe we should talk about doing something different. I threw Mm -hmm. Penguin out there. That's not coming out until 2023. So I have a a suggestion. So so let's not talk about superhero movies or Star Wars. Nope. I have a suggestion. I have a suggestion. Penguin. A superhero movie, well, not superhero movie, but that's the, related I don't, that, to That's it. not going to be a superhero thing. I, I, that I know, is DC I know. doing something with a character that's not a superhero nor a supervillain. It is a spinoff. So it's... Right, but you it's know, also... If, if you were it's going to be HBO Max, so it's going to also be... 
It's going it, to be it's, quality. It's yeah, it's not going to be this watered down, you know, thing that we see. It's going to be gritty. It's going to be in the dark. 20, it's, right. in, in the 20 years that HBO has been putting out television series, I don't think I've come across one that really disappointed me with the exception of how something like True Blood ended. Like that mm-hmm. bothered me. Okay, that, I'm, I'm sorry. Um what was it? Um was it Oz? Oh boy. Where he's in the prison? That the, yes. The, I wasn't a fan of that movie, that TV show. That, it, it, it's not, okay, it's not for everybody. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say I hated it. I didn't hate it. It was a good show. It was just the demographic Crazy. for who would be watching that, well, who would right. be like really hardcore for that show was just something entirely different. It was still a good show. It was well written. So if you look at that, yes, it was well written because of the, the, oh, the, what's his what's his name? What's the his guy name? who played on Matrix as the um the pilot was the main character. Yes, but he he was in a wheelchair. He did a fantastic right. job. He was fantastic. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about um oh my god. I forget his first name. Maloney. The guy from um the guy from Law and Order. Yep. Unbelievable. He's a fantastic art. Fantastic. 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 So that th- there is that, but that's that's you know. I think the thing is too, though, is we look at TV shows. I think one thing that spurred us on to the Disney Plus thing was the six to nine episodes versus like twenty four, you know, right. twenty one, twenty four episodes in a C- in a TV series. Which you're, you're only at- okay. So you're only gonna really encounter that if like if we do if we start doing like retro shows. You're only gonna really encounter that if you do something like The Sopranos, like that. Mm. Like I think the fifth or sixth season of the sopranos was something ridiculous like 26 episodes i think outside of that it's like 10 not all if it's straight to streaming if it's on tv though then it's not because like there's a tv show low superman and lois it's 20 something episodes because it's airing i understand that but you're streaming then you're you're talking but you're talking you're talking about something like superman and lois you're talking about the cw that has to fill a whole bunch of episodes that has to go on tv there's a lot of filler I don't know if you um did you ever watch Lost? I watched the first couple episodes of the first season. Okay, so that's something completely different. Like you look at something like that and it's like twenty six episodes a season, the barrier to entry is ridiculous. If you wanted to go back and you wanted to rewatch something like that. It's right. ridiculous. It's a lot. There's 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 no reason for that. With HBO or even or even with like AMC, when you condense everything down to like great like six well, thirteen minus episodes like per season of television show with a couple with very 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 few exceptions it's easily digestible it's not that would be easier to take on yes that's but that's 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 kind of what i'm saying here is if you look at the pantheon of television that came out on something like hbo over the course of the past 20 years i think the only thing that exceeds 14 episode season would be the Sopranos. I don't think anything else goes way beyond that. It does not get ridiculous like network or even like broadcast TV did, you know, back in the early 2000s or in, in the, you know, the late 90s or something like that. It just right. ha- it doesn't happen that way. So it's it's a lot it's a lot easier. And again, see I wish you guys were like into fantasy films like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that cuz uh Amazon Prime is doing um, a, a mini series of the Rings, I, of, the I Rings know, of Power. I know. I heard about that, and it looks yeah. so good. I think it looks pretty awesome. What? It does look pretty awesome. But that that all happens prior to Lord of the Rings, so that could be something 
that we could do and that's an idea not and it might even spur will on to go actually watch you know all 14 hours so of if Lord you're of the telling rings. me if you're telling me <laughs> that it's kind of like a prequel series and it happens before mm. lord of the rings and it i is. don't have to watch the lord of the rings movies in order to enjoy that show i'll i'll right. check it out and we can absolutely put that show on the table to say okay we're going to be doing this i have no problem with so that. i think that's the case mm-hmm. i do think though that if you have seen The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings, or at least The Lord of the Rings, I think you'll enjoy it more. But it's, I think it's going to be more like when you first watched Star Trek, I enjoyed the Star Trek movie, probably a little bit more than you did because I knew the background already. But what mm-hmm. I think it does too, is what I think this show will do too, is people who watch it who haven't seen the movies, it might spur them on to go tackle the Lord of the Rings movies, at least, if not, if not The Hobbit, but at least the it's- three... Because if you watch them and they're full, they are probably some of the best well-written, well-produced, well-directed, well-thought-out, well-acted, well-animated for the CG. Everything was... I have never come across a movie that did as good as this movie, as these movies did. Not, and these are 20-year-old movies. And they still are better than most today. Huh. And that, you know... For Peter Jackson and for what they did, um, that to have that and be like, this is my legacy, it's phenomenal. Well, can, no other film can say that. No sure. other film can, can say that. Sure. Con- considering where Peter Jackson started, like where he came from, it blows my mind that he went from something like bad taste and, you know, and, and, What's the other one? Uh, the Frighteners, which I mean, I enjoyed obviously because they had Marty McFly, or we'll say Michael J. Fox, basically wearing you know the jeans and red T-shirt and everything, just like he was in there. But years later, running around catching ghosts, um, like he did all these weird movies, and then he did something like Lord of the Rings, and then King Kong. I mean, King Kong, I don't really remember that. That doesn't really stand out to me. I don't think I even finished it. Um, King but, Kong was good. It was just for the type of movie that it was. That was because there was a lot. It was slower than it could have been. Um, mm. There was a fantastic scene when you see King Kong fighting two T Rexes, and that scene was just like <laughs> jaw dropping. Um, but that movie was just that movie could have been half an hour, forty five minutes shorter in length, and it would have been a ten times better movie. It was just way too long. Lord of the Rings. The reason why it's so long is because the books are so in depth. Um, oh, absolutely. And they gave you both versions. So you can watch the theoretical version or you can watch the extended version. So if you are a hardcore fan, you can watch the four-hour films or you can go watch the three-hour films. You have mm-hmm. the option. Um, but today, Lord of the Rings, the regular versions, the three hours, your average epic today, your average movie today is two and a half hours. When was the last time you actually sat back and watched an hour and a half movie? Um, recently. I forgot what it was. Um, that was made recently. I, well, the visit hmm. was an hour and a half. That was yeah, made that recently. <laughs> um, didn't yeah. we just... That was like 10 years ago. Didn't okay, we just fine. see something in theaters that was actually relatively short? Uh, I, I have no idea. Did. I have um, no idea. I think my problem, well, in, and I'm probably going to get some hate, but I think my problem with the Lord of the Rings franchise is every time I, I've tried several times to sit down and watch Fellowship. 
So mm. I will be honest. Fellowship is the hardest one to get through because it is the story of what once you get two thirds of the way through that movie and the That's journey my really starts. When when yeah. when Frodo is doing nothing but prancing and dancing around his little home area, I'm just like, I can't do this. <laughs> but that that's only that's only the first that's only the first 25 minutes of the movie. After that, once he mm-hmm. leaves, it gets, I understand it, that. It but it's depth. like the space in between him like frolicking around and then journey time. It's like I either nope out hardcore and I get distracted by something else and I'm gone, or I fall asleep. Like that's mm-hmm. my pro, and I just I can't. But if I have to, because and if Frodo, I have because to power Frodo, through it, just because ugh. that's the thing. What what makes the movie so good is Frodo doesn't do anything but walk from point A to point B the entire movie. There are times. Here's the first movie. <laughs> Here's walking. the first movie. Right, Frodo. Here's the second movie. But everybody, <laughs> but all the rest of the characters, though. I mean, even the trees walked in those movies. <laughs> no, come on. I, I still, no matter what anybody says, Randall's explanation in Clerks Two was perfect for what that movie was all about. Spot it on. It is. It is. But <laughs> the, here's the third movie. While Frodo is doing yeah. that, though, every there's all the other stuff that's going on, and. I mean, there are epic battles. There are fight scenes that are insane. And they're not like what we what we experience today. I mean, what made it really well was two things. One, Peter Jackson did a fantastic job just directing and the you know, the um mm. the the playwriters did a really good the screenwriters did a really good job putting that movie together. Um but J.R.R. Token did a fantastic job writing that film too. Right writing the books. So you have, you know, 80 years of, or 70, 80 years of history when that book was written that they're looking after. And you're like, this isn't, this isn't, it's deep. It, it goes, mm. and it's, it's enjoyable to watch. And I think there are people who are like, yeah, I like fantasy. But then they watch that and they're like, I don't like this because it's longer. <laughs> um, but once right. you get into the story writing, it's fantastic. It's so fantastic. So... But I don't have a problem with a long movie. I just have a problem with doing nothing in a long movie. <laughs> it, but that's that's not Lord of the Rings. I understand. Though. It's a understand. common misconception because of the first half an hour of the first movie. Everyone goes, oh my gosh. But then once you get past that half an hour, it's <sighs> not that anymore. It is I'm going, not that. I am going to try again. I suggest let's take time and the three of us just do it together. Hmm. <laughs> Make a, you know, hang out. Make a reason to hang out. Yeah. Do you have twelve hours? <laughs> no, we'll right? start with one movie and we'll watch. We'll, no, we'll start with one movie and we'll hang out together for one afternoon and watch the movie. We we've already done this before. Will and I tried to watch all the uh, Star Wars major. We quickly releases. nixed that idea and just said, "Let's do Star Wars." Well, well, yeah, that was because it was supposed to be MCU. But I was, was yeah, we did Star Wars, and even to be then. MCU. Even then, I end up doing the, uh, I end up doing episode two by myself. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm suggesting one yeah. movie, not all three. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Sh- I, sure. <laughs> Dude, they're, they're, they're four hours long. If you watch the extended <laughs> versions, if you watch the regular ones, they're not. I know that, but the three so you're, you're suggesting we don't do the extended version. For Will's sake, yes. 
Okay. He's not going right. to miss I, anything if he doesn't okay watch with the extended that. versions. Right. I will. If he decides he wants to revisit later on with the extended, then it's open. That's up to okay. him, right. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. But uh, Yeah. But here's here's the whole thing that we're getting at right now. There's not a lot of st- content that's coming out that's really well written, really well acted, really well produced, and it's sad, you know? And the best thing we've seen so far that surprised us all was everything everywhere all at once as far as new things coming out right now. And, like, we read about it, and all of us went into it with an expectation of this making up for what we got with Multiverse of Madness, and I'm pretty sure that all of us were... were Our our expectations were met, if not surpassed. Oh, yes. Is that accurate? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Hot dog fingers. Absolutely. Hot dog fingers. I did not, ex- I did not expect hot dog fingers, I will tell you that. Some of the other stuff I expected because I had to read up on it and was like, oh, is this something I could watch with my wife? She's probably not going to like it. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if I receive those awards every month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, I mean, here, that's this is the whole point and why I want to talk today, because we wanted to clear it up and just have people understand that we're not just stuck doing these things because we have some, you know, major excitement exclusively for Disney material. We enjoy the franchises that were not Disney, but suddenly are, you know, now that they are, we're, we're noticing the downward trend of of the quality that's coming out of it. And I'm not sitting here to say that Disney is horrible. I'm saying that it seems they lost what they were like. It seems that the franchises have lost what they started. How much of this? Okay, honest question, dude. How much of this Mm -hmm. is just your therapeutic coming to Jesus moment about Disney? Because I've been saying this for months. I know, but I'm explaining it right now. Okay, fine. Chuck and I I have been saying this, and you've just been like, "No, it. We have it. Just stick with it. It could get. Come on, like you've. Hey, I gave it a year. I gave it a year. You know, that's that's our season of the show. I gave it a season, (laughs) and now the season's over. But the point (laughs) is, I wanted to be clear to our listeners that don't expect us to put out everything Marvel. We did miss Marvel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chuck. That took a really long time. <laughs> oh my god! It was six episodes. It was like six months. It when felt like six me, months. When you told so, me, I was like, "Why?" <laughs> honestly, I think I think it was interesting watching two um, <laughs> two guys. Yes, you know, at this at this level of their life. Why are two talking, Why are two about... grown men approaching <laughs> middle age? Sitting around talking about a teenage teen girl drama. Why? Our our downloads drastically dropped with those. I know. <laughs> I know. This is so there's two movies I was thinking about that I would love to and I know we we're just kind of off the cuff here. Um mm-hmm. but have either of you seen American History X? Yes. Oh jeez. Of course we have. You're asking Will if he's seen American History of X. Of course I have. Of course. To me, that is one of Edward Norton's best performances and i would love to at some point tackle that i'm not going to disagree with that um the other movie i don't know if i think will i think you've seen it lee i'm not sure if you have um but tommy lee jones in no country for old men yeah mm. i'm a big home brother so, guy. have you seen so that film? I, of course he has no you lee have you seen that film? I, I i fell asleep <laughs> how did you fall asleep in that movie 
probably because it was super late. I, I would be my guess. I don't remember. I remember wanting to watch it. I remember something about uh, some kind of air compressor, and so, I remember falling asleep. <laughs> so, I would be okay. willing to listen, watch listen, that listen, movie listen, again listen. and go here's, over here's that the thing. film. That's a fun here's, movie. Here's the thing. Here's the thing fun. that you have to understand about Lee, and it's something that I have known forever. If it's not making him laugh every 10 minutes, it's very easy for him to check out. Hmm. Not necessarily. Yes, so necessarily. you enjoyed Boogie Nights This then. is true. <laughs> I don't remember Boogie Nights. That was a really long time ago. <laughs> this is absolutely true about you. If it's not if it's not a comedy, if it's not making you laugh consistently, you will check out. It is his favorite mm. genre. I will I it will is. admit that. There's not I'm not That's why you. Thor I'm not is one of his favorites. There's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that's 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 your makeup, that's your genre of choice. Mhm. Well, I don't I, I life life itself, everyday life can be depressing enough. Sure. I don't want to sit there and watch dramas of somebody else being depressed. I I'd rather see something that's going to be uplifting, you know. So, I used, so I used to actually hear, work. I used to actually work for Pepsi and I quit hmm. because it was so depressing. Yeah, of course you were. <laughs> So to hear yeah. to hear you say that you fell asleep during No Country for Old Men, I'm not surprised. Neither am well, I, but it's I, such again, a well written really film, though. It was such I, a good I, movie. I wanted, I intend on watching it, but it just it hasn't been on the top top of my priority list um, there. lately. So okay, it's back on the list. I mean, that's there. Zodiac is there. Uh, there's a few others. Um, I'm still, I'm, actually, I'm still, I'm, I'm, want, still, I'm still trying to figure out how, how will, how you don't like Zodiac. Like, yeah, we go through this. We, we I, this is going to be I, a I, thing. <laughs> this is going to be a thing. Um, what was I going to say? You're, you're suggesting films right now. I'm going to, I, I, I want to go out there and I want to suggest one to you. And it's not <clears throat> Ex Machina. Mm. Ex Machina? I don't understand mm-hmm. how you have it. Cause judging by what you and I talk about, like and and the, and the kind of movies that you like and that you get into, I'm surprised you, that that movie hadn't hit your radar. How do you spell mm. it? X X E X Machina M A C H. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen this up on like Netflix and stuff like that or Prime. Yeah, it is fantastic. It, I, I've I've always gone through it because I'm like I don't know if I really wanna. Ooh, Oscar Isaac's in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Ooh, Tiffany Pisani is in it. Because you've... What were we talking about? What were we talking about? I forget what we were talking about. But you got on the subject... For whatever reason, that th- I think maybe we were... Mm, were we talking... I think maybe we were talking about Terminator, and we got on the subject of iRobot... And I'm like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. you, you, you've seen yeah. iRobot, you enjoyed iRobot, but you didn't want to see Ex Machina. Oof. Ooh, it's the same people who wrote 28 Days Later, huh? Hmm. I, that I didn't know. Yeah. That was, that was a great film, too. Yes, it was. 28 Weeks Later was worse, but 28 Days Later was fantastic. Way worse. <laughs> Way, way worse. It's one of those films like you, you should never have made. You should have just left 28 days later, left it by itself, and never done anything after that. Yeah, I was actually really confused because I, I watched the, the prequel and it made zero sense. 28 days? 
it, I didn't see how it how it fit in. No, twenty eight days later it came out first, and then twenty eight no, no, weeks no, later it no, came out. No, twenty eight. No, twenty eight days, and then twenty eight days later, and then twenty eight weeks later. Twenty eight days is not part of it. Oh, is that why Sandra Bullock was in it? Wow. wow. <laughs> I was wondering why she never came back. It didn't make any sense. See, there's that there's that comedy that has to be put into the. <laughs> into yes. it <laughs> yes yes so i saw gravity because lee has brought up a bunch of times gravity keeps getting talked about and mm. i think you guys because i think nope i've never seen it um you, it, okay here, here's the and here's I go, something. do i do i really want to watch this but i think no because you guys brought up the whole imax thing it's like ruined the opportunity for me even you can't exa- watch it. exactly that's i was just about to go there that's and I'm really, I would, I, I almost, I never say this. I never say this. I'm always an advocate for whatever you want to watch, go watch it, experience a little bit of everything, except when it comes to something like gravity. If you didn't mm-hmm. see it in IMAX, right, you missed out. Right. Absolutely. And that's really painful to, for, for, for me to say, right. you're not, you're not going to get the same experience that Lee and I did. You're going to watch right. that movie and you're going to say, what's the big deal? Right. I will. I will watch. It's Ex unfortunate. Machina. It's unfortunate that, that that that's the case with something like Gravity. I will watch Ex Machina. It's fantastic. You're gonna wanna. You're gonna watch it, and you're gonna wanna talk about it. So let's do it. It's a. It's it's an absolute conversation. See, this is this, so. This is this is another thing. Structure wise, I don't know why we have. I love that we have a list of movies that we want to do, but why they're scheduled out six months out when we haven't never once followed that schedule. Because <laughs> we have conversations we have. like this, and it's like, ooh, that movie came up, and I want to talk gives, about that movie. Hang on. It gives me time. <clears throat> That's why. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to cram the unknown in a day. Oh no 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 no! I wouldn't I wouldn't expect. I need that. to I I I I need to I I like I like the grace period of having at least a couple of weeks to watch the movie on and off and to take notes. No, I'm fine with that. I'm talking about okay. like we've had on the 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 docket. We had like Hook and like 20 other movies. The Rock. We haven't talked about any of them, even though they've been on the docket. But it's like, hey. Because other stuff that we that we're like, oh, this really excites us. Like Ex you're Machina absolutely you're, keeps you're, coming you're, up. You're absolutely but this is, right. But this is the same. This is the same point around what I was saying about our structure. It's good to come up with a basic structure, but very very basic, and then we know that we're gonna we're gonna go off on our tangents. And it's why I want to have this conversation today because it's not like we're gonna sit here and not have anything to talk about. There's plenty of things that we're talking about right now because, you know. We, we which think, is which we is think. fine, which is fine, but it's a, it's a it's a it's a a rule that that I wanted to implement because Lee and I ran into this problem before, where it's like, oh my god, what are we talking about? Uh, uh, uh let's just do this. Right, it's right. a no, lot. Right. It's a lot for me to for for us to talk on a Wednesday or a Thursday, and then mm-hmm. Saturday I have to be ready. It's a lot. Right. I like a grace period, so. Mm-hmm. It's that is what it is. That's the the, the, the idea for having a list. We can modify the list. We can change it all you want to. We can add things. We can take things away. I really don't care. But um, for the most part, I like having I like having room. Right. You can't do that. <laughs> Lee. Lee's just sending me pictures while we're having conversations oh. <laughs> and then pretending like it never happened. 
He sent <laughs> me a picture. Happened. He sent me a picture of a guy wearing a hat backwards at a baseball game while using his hand as a rim, and it says, "I bet he wishes he had a hat." <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> no, but I I, I I thoroughly agree with you, Will. I I. Okay. I I, I like having the structure at the same time though, that structure gives us the freedom within those boundaries to just go off and whatever we want to have. That's why, we, you know, we talk about it all mm-hmm. the time. Like we're talking about a TV show or a movie and then half an hour later we come, Oh, we're talking about this. Oh, that's right. We're talking about that because we, yeah. we're not Which stopping is ourselves from going off on that tangent. That, love that, that. Absolutely. that I like, I have right. absolutely zero problems with that. I love playing, absolutely. I love playing seven degrees of Kevin Bacon with the movies that we talk about. You know, we're talking oh, yeah. about yes. this, which goes to that, which goes to that, which goes to that, which then turns around and comes back to this film that yep. I enjoy. Um, sometimes you go off on tangents that have nothing like our half, my, my daughters go, it's been half an hour and you've yet to talk about the film. I'm like, that's what we do. <laughs> I understand. That, yep, that's and, how we and, do it. And I love that. I love that. That's not my point when I talk about structure. When I talk right. about structure, I mean, what are we doing? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Period. What are mm-hmm. we doing? Where are we going with this? So mm-hmm. for right now, we're talking about jumping off of the Marvel train and we're talking about replacing that with something else. And we still haven't yep. really figured out what that something else is going to be yet. <laughs> Everything no, CW. So, so, I mean, <laughs> we leave 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 one trash heap for another. So, <laughs> uh, no, no. But, I mean, all in favor of Dawson's t- Creek? No. <laughs> I don't want to wait. No. Hey, there's like, <laughs> hey, there's 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 like five short years of the TV show Charmed from. No, that's not happening. <laughs> okay, Angel. Oh, jeez. Okay, so... You're just... Um, you're just you're <laughs> everything, everything 90s. <laughs> everything 90s. Yeah, Angel, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know. Smallville. Smallville was good. Smallville's in the same exact shut your, genre. Shut your, shut your it's face. It's in the same exact genre, but but it's Superman. That is the That is it. That is it. Sorry, it is. Stop it. So blasphemy. you know it's true, and that, that's blasphemy. You know that's true. Uh, Smallville boy. is not in the same category as Buffy oh. the Vampire Slayer. Oh yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh it yes, is it is. Not. It absolutely is. It even has the same like production value. Like at least in the early seasons, it was. Yeah, it's the same. That's why I can't watch it anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you love the character, but hey, if I watched if I watched a TV series like a live action TV series on Back to the Future, I don't care how bad the production value is and the writing and how ridiculous it is. I'll still watch it. Don't you want to see? Don't you want to see the Back <laughs> the to the musical? Future musical? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> of course I do. You know, I'll be honest. I've already heard all the songs. We don't talk about them because it's just I don't watch a lot of them. But when I do, um. There's a few that I really enjoy. Like, we, like Lee just watched um, uh, The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. Yeah. I will say this. When it comes to filming and you see musicals like that, like I Can't Stand the Movie, Les Miserables, <laughs> or mm. any of those things, when you have these, these actors that are acting, they're singing, they're, they're, they're dancing, they're doing whatever, and they're doing that, I even though half of them aren't my favorite, it's not my favorite genre and it's my favorite films out there. I will say out of all the actors out there, I think it takes more talent to do a movie like that 
And it's got to be super fun comparative to acting in front of a green screen. Just saying. So I'm just Will Will shaking his head. I'm shaking my head <laughs> Will, because we're Will's not a musical music. fan. No, Will's not all. a musical fan unless it's Prince. No, no, don't do that to me. <laughs> this halftime show is awful. I, I know, I know. I'm not. I'm well, not ne- defending. Never mind, never mind the uh, the what was it? The Pepsi commercial that uh, Michael Jackson did. Is that when his hair cut on fire? That's hilarious. But listen, <laughs> I, I I can't do musicals. It's not I knew. Oh, I'm not. Now, sa- I'm not. I'm not suggesting say, that you have to watch it. I'm just saying that the the level of skill that it takes to ooh. do those movies is a lot more than your average drama or you know action in front of a green screen type film. Now I will say because my my tastes tend to skew a little bit more. Let's just say darker and grim compared to the two of you. I loved Sweeney Todd. <laughs> okay, so in that case, did you did you like Repo, the genetic opera? Repo, the genetic opera. Yes. So remember the movie Repo Men? Yes. yes. That's a movie we should talk about. That was interesting. The one with Forrest Whitaker and Jude Law. There was another movie that came out around the same time. It, it, I, it, you know, within a few years. But there was one same type of character, but it was like a a, a horror musical um, about this guy going around and repossessing the organs. You know, for the company, it was, and it had the guy who played the doctor there in Buffy. So what do you know? Uh, but you probably would actually enjoy that quite a bit. But I can't watch it again. But well, you probably it, would actually isn't enjoy your, it. Isn't your favorite Mamma Mia, Lee? I've never even <laughs> seen Mamma Mia. <laughs> no, like I've never seen it. Is that so, is that the Greek one? No, I, I have no idea. It's with um, I don't know. I think Pierce Brosnan was in it. Okay, and well, Meryl Streep. Um, no, I was gonna say Will. Like Will you? You would you wouldn't say um I mean wouldn't you consider uh Tommy or The Wall a musical? No. 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 Okay. Maybe well, because they're, maybe. they're not like big, they're not big big maybe on Tommy. So right so because they're Tommy not. Tommy Tommy's more of a musical than The Wall is. Absolutely. I mean The, the Wall, Wall is, is not a, a musical. Movie the, that wall, has the, music the Wall going. is an yeah. extended video. <laughs> right. Right. So that, yeah, I, that's so true. I don't care that you don't like music vid- uh, music videos. Um <laughs> musicals but just out of curiosity, no, I, I miss music videos. <laughs> I know I, I miss music videos. So I want to um, read this. Why don't and you? The, why don't you like musicals? Real quick, just out of curiosity. It's. It could just be not your style. That's fine too. I don't that care. That and just, and it's the the the. I actually want to wait till Lee gets back to to, to to say that because I think he might have something to say about why I don't like musicals. But okay. before I do, I want to read the synopsis to this movie that he just told me about called Repo the Genetic Opera. In the mid-21st century, an epidemic of organ failures leads to the rise of Gen- Genco, a company providing transplants at a great place. price. Those who miss their payments become targets of Genco mercenaries who repossess the organs in a world of drug addiction and legalized murder. That's insane. Yeah. That movie does not sound great. It has a 39% on Rotten Tomato. <laughs> great. By who? <laughs> the audience or the critics? The critics, yeah. Uh, hang on. Cuz if it cuz with Rotten Tomatoes I've noticed if the critics give it a bad rating, oh, the wow. audience usually gives it a higher mm. rating. And if it's 73% right. audience, 73% audience ratings on Rotten Tomato. Right, so if yeah, it, so if it's a low audience rating, it's usually a high critic rating. I might like check multiverse this out. Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> I, fi- I figured you would. I might yeah. check this out. But anyways, Chuck asked me why I don't like musicals. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think the pageantry of a musical translate well to film. Mm, some, some don't. I, I agree with you in certain certain cases. Um, the way that they've been doing the musicals lately has like for, for I'll tell you this. I'm not interested in watching West Side Story. I've seen bits and pieces of the old one. Um, not interested in seeing the new one. I just don't care. My wife, on the other hand, probably be all over it. She used to sing it all the time, and I feel pretty and whatever. But like Les Mis was really great to see like a combination of what was on stage and what we saw with Liam Neeson. Wasn't that anger what? management? Yeah, that was anger management. I feel pretty. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. La 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 la. <laughs> Seeing Jack Nicholson sitting there singing it with Adam Sandler was actually pretty entertaining. Um, <laughs> get off the road. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> Hebrew Melvin. Anyway, um, <laughs> Across the Universe wasn't a bad musical. Even though I, I love the Beatles, right. I love the Beatles. Mm. I did not love the movie. I thought the movie was just okay. Like it's. Eh. Well, yeah, I mean, geez, all the songs in there were actually pretty cool. I mean, um, there, there were some, there were some parts of, there were some walrus. parts of that movie that I was like, you really had to, this is really on the nose. Like it was, it was in the middle of the movie and they're all coming together in the apartment. And this mm-hmm. one character came in through the window and the guy's yep. sitting there playing the guitar. She and came in through she came the in, bathroom she did, No, window. he didn't yeah. sing it. He just said she came in through the bathroom window. And it's like, why? 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 <laughs> why? Why wouldn't you sing that part? This is a musical. Why wouldn't you sing that? So like movies like The Greatest Showman are actually going a different direction. And they're actually giving yeah. you pretty decent entertainment. The, the, they've stepped it up. They've definitely, they definitely stepped have. it up. And I would say Hugh Jackman was fantastic in that film. He, he, I liked him. I liked him, his singing better there than in Les Mis. I mean, he, there's something about his voice that's a little, it's weird. It's, it's very like breathy Broadway. Mm-hmm. It's odd. Um, but I thought he did a really good job doing these more modernized songs. And I was like, okay, so now I have an appreciation. I'm not saying he did a bad job as, as Jean Valjean. Maybe that, um, maybe that great. would be a better, a better, uh, term for me to use instead of saying the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the, um, Pageantry. The pageantry. Maybe I should just say yeah. Broadway does not translate yeah. to film well. That's true. Because right. when you watch that's... movies and the film feels like the Broadway, I don't like yes. it. Yes. If right. it's yeah, on Broadway, fantastic. I think I think being on Broadway takes even more skill than doing it in yes. a movie because you're doing yes. it for two and a half hours straight and you have no like cut, try again type deal. Right. Um, right. You mess up everyone. But you know, movies like Rent, where the same cast was doing it off Broadway together in theater. Then they went to mm. on Broadway together and then they went from there to the silver screen and did it in theaters together, except for two or three main characters. All of them did all three sections of acting together, um, mm. which stories like that are pretty cool. And rent was one of the first ones that really changed the feel of that um, by going rock and roll versus just yeah. your, but when you're watching a movie and you want to be a movie and it feels like you're just watching someone taping Broadway on a film, that's right. where I don't like it. So right. for some mm-hmm. reason, and I and this is the one exception that I can remember, all the way was uh, Brian Cranston's portrayal of Lyndon, Lyndon Johnson. That originated mm-hmm. on Broadway, but for some reason mm. it translated to film really well. As opposed to, as opposed to Broad Lane. Sure. 
because because you went Broadway, he's taking that as Broadway. Like, it was the, the emphasis, right. Broadway. But no, I, 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 like, I know it's a weird it, conversation to have, but it's like one of the only genres that we never really talk about. Um, that in rom coms, because yeah. like, what's the purpose? We of did. Ju- we are we not did going friends. to be. We are not going to be three grown men talking about rom coms. I'm sorry. I'm putting <laughs> not? We were two grown. We were doing two grown men doing Ms. Marvel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, Joyce. Uh, choice hey that's uh, that's a com that's more comedy than this rom-com it's a rom-com but it's fantastic though it's fantastic this is ridiculous blueberry (laughs) have you not seen just friends will no i haven't just for fun, oh, go watch Just Friends. You'll oh, crack up laughing. It is fantastic. It's Ryan I'm Reynolds sure at his worst. <laughs> yes. It's, so, you know, every time you see Ryan Reynolds, he's usually like on top of his game and he's got, he's always got a quick comeback and stuff like that. In this movie, he's the opposite. He's the, he's the butt of the slapstick. Yeah. I'd I mean, say. Oh, the, not just slapstick, but he's, he's the butt of all the jokes. It's the body shake. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Carey. Um, Poor guy. It's fantastic. Ah, Shakira. <laughs> it's fantastic. No, uh, but it's anyway. So, random thought. This like just came to my mind, and like looking for things for the future. What if mm. we took? <laughs> it would be hard to do, uh, but it could be done. Is take like one of our favorite actors, and then do one of like do their movies for a while. No. Like, take Harrison Ford and do all of his movies. Good, bad, Just do and a different. Mm, okay. Or or take a director that we like and do... I'm more on board of, with that. The director. I'm yeah. more on board with the director. Yeah. So, so, so many like Michael people Bay. don't remember this, but... We could do all that in Michael Bay. <laughs> oh. So we still haven't watched The Island. You want me to rant for how <laughs> okay, many, fine. How many guys, I want you guys to watch you want, not you Michael do, Bay. You want to do Michael, Michael Bay? Bay? Not Michael Bay. <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We could do like we could do like <sighs> like a like a like um what's his name Scott um he did Man on Fire he did all those what's his name Ridley Scott Ridley Scott. Yeah, he's got he's got some good film out there. But if we did it like based on the, we did The Martian. Lee and I did The Martian. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate. I mean, that there's nothing movie. wrong with Jerry Bruckheimer. I mean, geez, the the guy did Armageddon, Pirates of the Caribbean. Remember the Titans? Yeah, he I mean, some good. The films. thing is, yeah, yeah. Like like if we did if we did like the Pirates of the Caribbean though, I would say take all five movies or all three movies. Yes, I don't I don't talk about the last two. But take all three movies and just have one big com- conversation about it. I wouldn't go movie by movie. That'd be too much. Yeah. Yes. Um, but did you say The Martian? Yes. <laughs> With Matt Damon? That movie's great. You didn't like that movie? I couldn't stand that movie. Wow. That movie's fantastic. It's amazing. It's such a good movie. It was, they tried to, they, at the same time when, um, what's her name from The Matrix? Um, Trinity. Um, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Not Carrie. Carrie I want to say. Yeah, I was gonna say Carrie Fisher. <laughs> okay, no. okay. She did okay, Red Planet, and it's almost yeah. the exact same movie. And I'm like, this it is no, 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 no. Do not disgrace the Martian by trying to compare it to Red Planet. No, absolutely not. So I was really confused. Val Kilmer compared to Matt Damon. Are you serious? 
You're on drugs. Matt, da- Matt, da- I'm sorry. Matt Damon is better as a cameo than <laughs> Listen, he is as a star. You have actor to, of the you movie. have to stop saying you're, you're pronouncing his name wrong. It's Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't say it right I'm anymore. I'm sorry. Matt Damon was better in no, Euro no, Trip than he was in Matt, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. <laughs> <laughs> was better. Was, it's just like my wife. <laughs> he's better as a cameo on Thor in Euro Trip than he is as a main character in a movie. Matt Damon should not have been as big as he was. He is a class B actor that got famous because of Ben Affleck. Good. Had it yes. not been for Ben Affleck, Matt Damon would be a nobody right now. You're, I'm not saying that you're wrong here, but I'm saying that The Martian is a fantastic movie. The Martian? It really is. I'm sorry. The Martian if you is really take good. A, if you want to take a movie where one player acts in the whole movie and they are pretty much by themselves for the majority Cast of away. the film. Castaway. Castaway, which I've partially seen. I would watch over that. And oh, I am legend. So good, both of them. And I am legend. Eh. I am legend. Well, was, he's Will Smith was better in I am legend than Matt Damon was in The Martian. I ag- I agree tr- with this as well. But I'm I'm still saying that The Martian it's is an the awesome point. movie. It I would really watch. I'm, I'm sorry. I would watch Batman yeah. forever and Batman and Robin before I chose to watch The Martian. Now I kind of oh, want to revi- now I kind of want to revisit the Martian for a little while because <laughs> I this do is, too. This is like, this is amazing. Why are, you so, why are you so upset about this? You're like <laughs> really getting heated. <laughs> I just I'm, uh, the only thing worse. the only good thing that Matt Damon did in my opinion was the Jason Bourne films. Really? In my opinion, I am, have you. Go ahead. Have I what? Not. Nothing. I'm just. Let's go back to basics. Wow. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunt. Yeah, but wow. again, if it wasn't for Robin, Williams. Robin Williams or Ben Affleck, <laughs> Matt Damon would yeah. have been. He wouldn't have been known. Listen, Ben. Matt, it's not Matt your Damon. Fault. Matt Damon was Matt Damon. It's not your was fault. Gr- was amazing in Euro Trip. Chuck, it's not your fault. What's not it's my not fault? fault? It's not your fault. <laughs> It's not my fault. Matt Damon oh my. was amazing in Eurotrip for the five <laughs> seconds he was in the film. <laughs> just like he was in Thor. <laughs> I love that he's in Thor. He's in both of them. He's in both of them. Listen, Ragnarok and Love and yes. Thunder. I am, not, I am not saying that Matt Damon is a superb actor. I am not putting him in that category at all. But to say that to say that he shouldn't be an actor or that any or that his movies are like universally bad, that's just that that's just wrong. I'm not. That's I just have, wrong. I have the not oceans, said that the oceans movies were fantastic. The departed. The, the departed. Ocean, the okay. Oceans movies were fantastic. The entourage in that movie is what made that movie though. Um, Matt Damon again was. A side character at no, most. he was not in those movies. Matt Damon and George Clooney are like this. No, they are Brad even. Pitt. Brad Pitt was up there with George Clooney in that film. Was it Brad Pitt? Is it was Brad there? Pitt was the main character with George Clooney. Matt Damon was a side character in those films. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> but does he do good as a side character? Yes, he is a fantastic uh, side character actor. He does the one-offs like the Jason Bourne films. He does great. To me, though, he's... And I, I don't think he's a bad actor overall. He's a great actor. I just don't like him as the star, as the 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 principal of the film. He just... It's, it's not him. He does great cameos. He does great, yeah. you know... Um, I get, and for me, The Martian, 
and, and I'll give it to you this. Matt Damon is Did a director. Did you like Elysium? Maybe, maybe I am oh. just maybe I am just remembering maybe I'm remembering the Martian worse than it really is. So I will say that. The fact that the fact that you even try to compare it to Red Planet tells me that you're yeah, remembering that's... this differently. <laughs> oh my gosh, they came out in the same time frame. They're both about no, they the didn't. Yes, they No, did. they didn't. No, they didn't. Red Planet came out in like 02. Yeah. Way yeah. back. Yeah, the Martian was, was 2015. Back. Way a long time ago. You're like a decade and some years off. See, I was really, really confused when I watched um, when I watched The Martian because I think it was after I watched Interstellar. It wasn't that so far thought, off. So I Red thought Planet it was, was two thousand, and The Martian was two thousand fifteen. So it was oh, fifteen years <laughs> is not that far off. I'll, I'll do this. That's pretty far. I will. Off. We won't do a podcast on it, but I will rewatch The Martian, and I will give you my honest thoughts after that again. It's not because I I just don't understand how you compare it to something like Red Planet. Red Planet was campy and stupid. <laughs> Red Planet was such a bad movie. Yeah. It was horrible. It was horrible. What was the other one? There were two like Mar- like Mars movies that came out really close together. The uh Red Planet, there was another Go- one. Ghost of Mars? No. Rocket Man? No. M- Mission to Mars? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mission to Mars. You sure you sure it wasn't Rocket Man? <laughs> Wait, have you guys not seen That's Rocket what Man? I was thinking of. Well, yeah, you're thinking that of That came Mars. out the same time as Red Planet. <clears throat> yeah. And it was basically the same movie. Yes. Wait, yes. so you've been thinking about Mission to Mars instead of The Martian? That's no. even worse. Time? Martian is the one where they're trying to do the round trip to Mars and back and establish a colony on Mars. And Matt Damon is helping doing that. And it doesn't go well. No, not at all. Yes. No. You're thinking and, of and Interstellar. No, I'm not thinking Interstellar. Because on the way back from Mars, they, the, the ship that is orbiting Mars loses fuel on the way back to, to do things. And there's, inter, there's interruptions with, you know, with uh-huh. Earth and stuff like that. It's a, I remember the movie and he's growing. He's learning how to grow potatoes. 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 Right. potatoes. Uh, so I'll have to rewatch it. Maybe I'm just getting a bunch of movies stuck in my head. I just there are a ton of movies that are that I get mixed up for some reason. Interstellar and The Martian they're a year apart, but they both had Matt Damon in space. For some reason, parts of them get confusing. I mean, I I look back at it now and I go, oh no, that clearly was that. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean when you're watching him, it. when you're watching him, you know, grow potatoes in the field, and there's a black <laughs> hole that you know opens up in his bedroom. It just it it gets so confusing. <laughs> oh, that's what I want to talk about. I'm sorry guys. I, I want to jump back over here. I mean, we're going to be wrapping up pretty soon anyway. But um have you guys watched Prey? The Hulu original. Yes. I've been looking at that. I I'm iffy. I don't know. Like it I, looks decent. I've heard, I've heard I've heard good things. Now that's Prey P R E Y not P R A Y for those people who are listening. Yes, yes. Um, so it's it's basically the the prequel to the Predator. Okay. Yes, and it's but it's this. Is it on the Predator planet like the last movie, the Adrian Brody? Oh no no film? no 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 no. No, this is the pre. This is the Predator coming down to Earth like way back in like the old olden days, the Arnold Schwarzenegger days. No, but before that. Before that. Before that, like this is supposed to be bef- the first time they ever came down to Earth. So they're so they're they're tying it into Aliens versus Predator then. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Will have They're you seen AVP? Here. Yes. <laughs> did you see? Did you see the Predator? Yeah, the with Predator. A, with Adrian Brody. 
No, no, no. That's Predators. Oh. So there was Predator, Predator Two. Then there was the AVP movies. Yep. Then they had. Then they had. Um, Predators with Adrian Brody and Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. Then they had The Predator, which was basically a Predator Predator. <laughs> it was like a big Predator that was killing the little Predators. And now they have Prey. I have so not yeah, seen a lot The Predator. Here. Is it good? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Predators was actually a, a crazy film. Well, no, that was just Predators. <laughs> okay, Predators. <laughs> there was, was actually The a, Predator. was actually a crazy film. I thought it was a decent film. For the Predator yeah. universe. I enjoyed that because we finally got to go to their planet. Um, this one, the Predator was back on Earth again. And something about prisoners and it was just... Yeah, it was... I, you, I don't remember it being great. I watched it once. I probably won't ever watch it again. Have you seen... Was it, is it... I think Is it Prometheus that is like the prequel to Aliens? Yeah. Yes. And then they had um, Alien Covenant. Right. Which was after that. I want to figure out how they tied those two universes together. <laughs> did you watch them? Did I watch them? Well, they tied. Yeah, did you watch Prometheus they, and Alien Covenant? No, no, no. How they tied the aliens and predators into the same universe. Well, they did that. They explained it in AVP. In AVP, I get that. It's just yeah. when you're up until, you know, you have 30 years of history with both of these, and all of a sudden someone's like, hey, let's just do this. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I watched Prometheus, and it was an interesting film, to say the least. Um, yeah. I don't remember much of it, but I didn't see Alien Covenant. So uh, Alien Covenant's really good. That, that fills in the gap, big time. Because you watch Prometheus, and you kind of go, how, in a sense, does this tie to aliens? But then, I you guess you have get to, it. you kind of get it, but you're like, eh. So I guess what you're saying is Alien Covenant is what, t- is what closes that gap. Yes, so I had to absolutely. watch that then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I, I thought it was actually pretty good. So one of the things, um, Lee, that we were talking about on one of our off the cuff episodes that you know, Will and I have been you know challenged in is like you and Will have a lot of this you know share a like in a lot of movies. You and I share a like in a lot of movies, but then Will and I share a lot of likes that you don't like. Right. Well, that's and that's what happens when you're a human. That's true. I have been challenged to watch more films on the, due to this podcast, and and I, I watch films that I don't like, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I think one of the things for me this last year of doing this, that's probably one of the biggest appreciations I've had for this podcast is getting to broaden my horizons in 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 the movie industry and really get to see something that I've like. I, to this day, I'm still very there thankful been, for they there, live. There, there have been... <laughs> <laughs> I would never have watched that movie had it not been for this podcast, and I am so thankful for that movie. <laughs> so there have been there have been a few movies that I suggested to you that you were interested in. I'm going to actually like send you a list mm. containing of a, of, a, of, a, of a few that I think you would like, uh, including yeah, some that I like mentioned the, kind- on, that, on that episode. So kind of like the list that Sam gave to Captain America. Kind of. That was the Trouble Man soundtrack. And that was that was a that was a music list, though. Well, no, it was it was books. It was movies and it was music. It was just all the things you need to know. Yeah, sure. Or it kind of reminds me of like um, Austin Powers, where he's going through all the things that he missed. 
and he's trying to figure this out. He's like, so he's like, I want, or then later on, he's just like, oh yeah, I want to see what happens in the eighties. No, there was a gas shortage in a flock of seagulls. That's about it. <laughs> um, bad haircuts, bad but haircuts, anyway, <laughs> bad haircuts. So and makeup. Well, that was, yeah, that was flock I of seagulls. Those and bad hair, hairspray. Yeah, so I think um, I think at this point Boy it just George. makes sense for us to <laughs> explain what we're going to be doing going forward. So and, and we've Lou, explained nothing that we're going to be doing going forward. Well, we talked about what we're not going to be doing. That's the point. The, but that doesn't explain so we're not, what we're going to be doing going forward. <laughs> let me say it. <laughs> so what I said what we're explaining. So do what me we're a doing. favor. What we, oh shush. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Oh. Go ahead. Okay. So the point is. We're not going to be obsessing over everything that comes out Star Wars or MCU because it's not worth obsessing over. The magic is gone. We're moving on. So. (laughs) I know where you live. Um, (laughs) And so the the plan is going to be that we're not going to be doing TV shows over the next few weeks. Um, We're going to be focusing on some other little offside um, offshoots of conversation, sort of like today. Um, we'll have a basic thing that we're talking about. I believe next week we're going to be talking about guilty pleasures, if you will. So focusing on some of the things that we generally wouldn't go around saying, hey, I love this. Like I wouldn't like you wouldn't go out there and wear a Creed T-shirt, but you could appreciate a Creed song. You know, um, <laughs> I'm saying as example, I was going to say Nickelback, but that's just even worse. Hey, so I like um, pants. I like feet. I, I like feet. feet and I like pants. <laughs> pants feet feet pants so um if anybody hasn't heard pants feet yet it should be number one on the charts i don't know what's wrong with you you should open up this podcast with that (laughs) opening (laughs) all right so anyway that's that's what we're going to be doing here is just over the next few weeks we're going to be having some some just regular conversations about some of the things um that we've we've had on our mind for a while but just never wanted to divulge into because or delve into because we've had other things to focus on. And then we're going to jump right, right back now, into the really Disney. Nice. We're going to jump right back into the Disney plus star Wars. <laughs> hey, whatever. Andor, Andor looks amazing. It looks like they're picking up with, you know, the momentum that they were picking up with his character, but kind of going back to give us a prequel to, to Andor's character. Andor. So Andor. Are you just mad that they, they made a name very similar to something else in that universe? No. Yeah. I just, okay. I just enjoy you correcting everything we say because we say it wrong. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, Predator, Predator 2, and then uh, Predators or The Predators. Oh, no, no, just no, just Predators. Just Predators. <laughs> predator, The Predator. Like, come on. If they're making things so specific like this, it's ridiculous. No, There's a point. They're not. You are. <laughs> I didn't title it. The fact, listen, the fact that they called the, the new Scream movie Scream makes no sense to me and nobody nobody in the world is explaining how they can get away with naming the movie the same name as the first movie and still having it be in the same universe it doesn't make any sense to me it's not like it's a remake how can you make a prequel a sequel of a movie and title it the same as the first film minute, that makes a, no new, sense there's a new scream movie yes it's called scream <laughs> it did and it, it has everybody in it <laughs> the same cast well, I think we lost you there. I don't know if you've been talking this whole time, but no, you're not speaking. No, I'm, I'm just listening okay. in okay. awe because it's like, it's, awe. it's very easy. Like, Scream 2023. No, it's 2022. That's Scream 2022. That's not what they called it. But that's 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 what people are going to call it. Scream 2022. Well, that's just, 
Okay. It's easy. Well, at least Dracula 2000 had Dracula 2000. It was titled Dracula 2000. Anyway, yes, so that's what we're going to be doing going forward. So for the next few weeks up until we get to Andor, unless something changes our mind and next thing you know, like She-Hulk is the greatest thing we've ever seen, um, we probably won't be talking about that. We're going to be more selective about the shows that we do. This is not because we made a mistake with Ms. Marvel. It's just because... We made a mistake with Ms. You know, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we I did apologize that to all of our listeners out there. Yeah, yeah. No, we. If we, only you we had knew, listened to a guy that told you that it was not going to be the greatest idea listen, in the world. <laughs> we knew that. We knew that, and we just said, "Let's just see what happens." And we realized, okay, see. I mean, I didn't go into it saying it was going to be the greatest idea. It was more just like, "Let's just see what happens when we pick a show that we don't want to watch." I think you should take and the honestly, we out of this and say you wanted to do it and you pushed for it and you wanted to push. see what happened. Did not push. I asked, and for some reason, Chuck, Chuck agreed, and even oh, took the notes. Never mind. Never mind. Chuck took the notes, except for the last episode. Yeah. So that's, it's that is a we. That is a we. That is, as I get older <laughs> and I have to go through psychiatric healing in my life, that will be a season of my life that I'll have to go through and just like reconcile <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like yeah. twelve monkeys. I think the, and I'll I think be the in a idea. padded room. No more Ms. Marvel. <laughs> I, I think the idea was we were using it as an excuse to be like, well, maybe this will help us get closer to our daughters <laughs> and understand what's going on I think with it them. Drove me further away. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's wraps it up for for this week. We will catch you guys next week for another conversation where we're probably going to be talking about our guilty pleasures. So that's so that. get ready for a lot of Batman and Batman and Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. <laughs> and potentially Equilibrium and Alone in the Dark. <laughs> and Purple Rain. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. He'll be talking about Patch so. of the Desert. That's his new guilty pleasure. Of course it is. I might. <laughs> I might. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you later. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye.